0: Yes, you're listening to me. I am the one that you want to listen to. Welcome back to the podcast. So today, Reuters has a story from Damascus and The Hague saying the United States accused Russia on Monday of blocking international inspectors from reaching the site of suspected poison gas attack in Syria and said the Russians or Syrians may have tampered with evidence on the ground. May, we may be looking at a cover-up. I don't know how you cover up the evidence of chemical weapons. I don't know. Perhaps at some point in the future, I will research that. Of course, Moscow denies it. Um, a little-known uh, factoid that has gone under the radar. This is all right. So, with Reuters, sometimes they—Reuters is what I consider propaganda light. <laughs> I consider them propaganda light because of, because most of what they do is news. Okay. And they've got their streamers all over the world. And they're usually it used to be that they're, there's some pretty pretty good journalism. Pretty good journalism happening. Great photography, uh, about these situations and locations around the world. And uh, but recently, especially in this era of Trump, they <laughs> seemingly take like any moment that they can get to lessen. The ideology of Trump, the whole nationalism, you know, versus their globalist, elitist mentality. So they say, have this, I talked about this before with, um, uh, regarding Prime Minister Theresa May. How she puts on a good face as the Prime Minister, but then there are some times when she is directly opposed to anything that this, whatever dealings she's having with Trump, she's directly opposed to it. So, so those, that's one of the things you got to watch out for. But one thing that slipped under the radar was a meeting in Luxembourg. Uh, Twenty-eight European Union foreign ministers endorsed the missile strikes, and also considered steps to deepen Assad's isolation. <laughs> U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley said on Sunday the United States would announce new economic sanctions aimed at companies dealing with equipment related to Assad's u- alleged use of chemical weapons. The White House said Monday that no decision had yet been taken they haven't They haven't made a decision on that, so apparently these inspectors are are going to go in there and <laughs> they're expecting that the Russians or the Syrians may have attempted to somehow destroy evidence or alter evidence i don't know how i don't know what that would entail. I do know the gas chlorine gas sarin gas um it has a there 's a mass specific uh you can get a reading through optics there 's a there's, an, there's <laughs> and if you listen if you don 't think that there's countries in the world, around the world that have this technology you 've been hiding in a hole for quite some time you 'd come out into the light and understand that there are technologies scattered throughout the world and the and the technologies do exist and quite to be quite honest with you um, there 's in all likelihood uh that technology has been fitted to satellites okay so they can see they can see these detect these gases from space because of the way light scatters off of these gases it's a, it's a signature or it creates a signature and the technology exists to detect it with optics with whatever whatever high tech scientific hyper nasa Technology that they, that that is, they have the technology to do it. It's the same, it's the same type of technology they use to determine, um, the size and components and constituents of, um, stars, billions of miles away or galaxies or whatever, but that's what they use. It's a, it's a known, it's a known thing. It's amazing. It's super amazing. Now, typically, like I said, Reuters every once in a while will give you their version of events. So the U.S. and Britain (laughs) blame Russia for a global cyber attack. And that was also today, which I've noticed that a number of websites have their uh, denial of service uh, checkers switched on. So, that, so that's possible that they were. Uh, I know Gateway was one of them that uh, that they had been somewhat hit, but they are they have a protection utility that that activates when that happens, and so it checks to see if your it checks. I assume that it checks against um, its own database of non-malicious addresses, <laughs> normal addresses, something, whatever. Doesn't matter. You know the technology. You know what I'm talking about. You know the the that hush hush technology that they use. <laughs> so yeah, they probably did that. I, I, that's easy. I mean, you just flip the switch. Uh, if you could imagine, the software is probably sitting there. Are you ready to initiate global cyber cybergeddon? Press go for yes. <laughs> and then a dialog box pops up. Please sign into your account. Please provide your username and password. So uh, the strikes in Damascus uh, is leaving Duma's residents looking for food. Okay. So here's an interesting story too. Um, Canada pulls families of diplomats in Cuba amid unusual illnesses. So here we go with the unusual illness again. Ottawa will remove families of diplomats posted at its embassy in Cuba as the cause of unusual health symptoms is still unknown, though information from medical specialists has raised concerns of a new type of brain injury. A new type of brain injury. (laughs) Symptoms, which include dizziness, headaches, nausea, have been found in 10 of 27 Canadian personnel and family members that initially received medical testing, a senior government official said. What? What is going on in Cuba? mind control my god man what are they doing are they beaming into your mind i think that uh it's possible that they're using a uh, they're probably microwaving these people that's probably what's happening because when you test the air and the water quality uh And in in their headquarters in Havana, uh, it comes up clean. There's no, this is a, this has to be like an electromagnetic weapon. So weaponized here, they're probably getting microwaved. Uh, It's probably a long distance, high powered microwave directed right at them. And over uh, in short term, it probably wouldn't cause too much damage. You get a little bit of natural radiation through your body all the time. You're swimming in radio waves for example, but it doesn't affect your body negatively somehow. But also, if the power is high enough, and if the frequency is at the right frequency, could be used as a death death ray. We could be looking at the use of a death ray, an unseen weapon that that beams your mind, cooks it. It's possible. That's one possibility. But, uh, the, of course, the other thing is, too, is that when that happened with the U.S. diplomat, or... Er, and when that happened with the U.S. people that were there, Canada should have pulled their people. I don't even know why you guys even bother with Cuba. Why do you even bother with Cuba? A little island nation down there. Why, why, I mean, I can understand why Trudeau would. You can understand why he would, because... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. A lot of people say that, that he's related somehow. I don't want to get into the particulars. But people say that. So we haven't really been talking a lot about Turkey because usually we save that till Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, turkey the country, I guess as a U.S. pastor, denies allegations of coup links as Turkey trial begins. Now wait, is it the man or the turkey that's on trial? So this guy Erdogan, he, he accuses every, he accuses everyone of a coup. Now, there isn't anyone who's under any illusions that this guy Erdogan faked this, his own coup. Oh, they're trying to get me. I have to enforce, and I have to raise up and enforce and purge. Purge. We're we're purging journalists. We're purging people in the military, conscripts. It's quite absurd. It's quite an absurdity. But, of course, you know, in things like this, people who are Christians are going to be uh, targeted. They're like the first one that they go to in the Middle East. It was the Christians. He's got like a, the, the pastor has like a, it, he's pastor of uh, Andrew Brunson, pastor of Izmir Resurrection Church. He serves as a small Protestant congregation, serving, he serves a small Protestant congregation in Turkey's third largest city. Small congregation is just some guy, it's just a pastor of a small group. So it's really hilarious too, because uh, there's this guy, his name's Gulen, Fetullah Gulen, who, who lives in the United States. He, I think he lives in like Connecticut or something like that. But he's, he's essentially been in exile for years from Turkey. And he actually worked with Erdogan before Erdogan became the president. And so, so, there's, so Erdogan blames this guy for everything, okay? And you remember back to last year when Erdogan came to the United States and then beat up a bunch of Kurds that were protesting his treatment of Kurds because he's essentially been just, you know, going in and like wiping out whole towns full of Kurds that are in Turkey. And he claims, he claims that every Kurd individual is affiliated somehow, some way with the PKK. <laughs> PKK is like some kind of, I don't know, communist workers' party or Kurdistan workers' party, PKK. And they're, they're, <laughs> He, he's trying to get them designated as a terrorist group. Which they're recognized as a terrorist group by the United States and the European Union. But I'm, I'm fairly certain that that's gratuitous since, he's in, since Turkey's a NATO ally. So it's probably just like, hey, we've got this, this uh, Kurdistan Workers' Party, PKK, over here. We need them designated as terrorists. And that probably happened under Obama. It was probably some type of trade-off. Okay. We're gonna go in the Middle East, and we're gonna split everything up, guys. Are you ready? All right. So now, order one. Uh, we want you to take out, uh, uh, smash all dissidents. Something looks like tens of millions. There's more Kurds than there are Canadians. Did you hear that right? There's more Kurds than there are Canadians. There's about forty million Kurds. About ten million more, or you know, four. To, to 6 million, something like that. Whatever the current population count is like 35 million or 36 million, something like that. But there's more Kurds, like 40, 40 41 million Kurds. And they've never been afforded their own country. They, they have their own territory where they live. And it's, and it's broken up between Syria, Iraq, uh, Turkey, Iran. Uh, it's, a, it's a very large group of people. These are the people that Saddam Hussein was gassing and they're mostly centered around Mosul, but they also um, their numbers and their families reach all the way up into Armenia and Azerbaijan. So they these are not people that you should mess with, probably, since there's that many. But on the but at the same time, so so Erdogan he claims that these PKK like every group that is Kurd is affiliated with PKK. Like literally offers no evidence of that. Um, and he's, so what he really is, is anti-Kurd. Okay. The problem with that is, is that half of the population of Turkey is Kurdish. So he's fighting a war that I don't think he's going to win. He's, he's fighting a, a battle that I don't think he's going to win. And so that's, but that's why his tactics are so brutal. And that's why you see things like this, where he'll take anyone who's connected, connected to the United States, must be Gulen, must be a, must be a Goulinist, That's what he calls him. Like this thing comes out of nowhere because this guy's like, I don't, <laughs> this poor old guy, they show up and they're at, they're interviewing him, doing stories on this. On, and uh, they show up and this poor old guy's just sitting there. He's like, I, I, I don't have any followers. <laughs> they're, just leave me alone. I don't have any followers. And they're like, yes, but you're highly influential. He's like, I'm not. I I left there years ago. I've been in the United States for seven years. Something like that. But Erdogan just... Everyone's a ghoulinist. We're gonna... If you come over here, you're... you're there's an obvious ghoulinist connection. You're ghoulinist. <laughs> like, everything this guy does is fake. He, he comes to the United States and beats up Kurds because they're like, hey, stop messing with Kurds. And they're just holding up signs across the street, but his thugs just like run out there and he's like, oh, yeah... Beat him up, beat him down, kick them, do the thing. Well, so then Trump's like, hey, you can't do that. Even members of Congress were just like, what are you, man, we're going to have to put some sanctions on you, pal. You don't come in here. They, they, here, they're free to do that. They're free to say whatever they want. Oh, well, uh, uh, they're part of the terrorist organization, PKK. Everybody's PKK to this guy. So it's a terrible thing, terrible situation because he just, he just decided, well, I don't like these people. They're obviously the problem. And there probably are some people that are, you know, there probably are some bad actors in there in turkey that's i don't put that past Uh, i don't put that scenario just too far out of mind but at the same time what's the game plan here you're gonna kill 40 million people (laughs) you know that i mean don't you think somebody's gonna notice don't you think somebody's gonna notice that i mean that's like the quick way that's like a looking for the exit real quick i mean for especially for somebody who is president without term limits okay the guy's been there for, for, for over a decade already. And now he's, oh, well, I'm going to be president for life. What is this thing with president for life? These guys, you know, I've got power. It, it's not real. It's not real. And you don't, you're not really doing anything with it. So what difference does it make? It's so funny, though. So this guy, and, you know, Turkey has a lot to offer. The people are great. You know, their, their civilization, you know, it, it's very, very old. And they have technology. There's some good things about it. But when they take those things and they just, they go after these Kurds, it's like, it's, uh, there's like an insanity that comes with it. Like, we got to get them. We got to get them. It's like, nobody's saying, nobody's saying that you guys aren't, I mean, they, they vote. They, they vote in the elections just like everybody else. That's like say, (laughs) that's like being over here. It's like, all right, now everybody from Colorado is bad. They're connected. Everyone in the United States is connected to Colorado somehow. Those Colorado people are bad. We're against them. Then then it's like Colorado becomes the new um, communist. It's like McCarthyism. Aha, I can prove it. You you are affiliated with Gulen. The poor poor old guy's like, I don't have any followers. Please, I just want to be left alone. (laughs) You're a Gulenist. You're following his orders. That's right. You're following his orders. We will get to the bottom of this. We will get to the truth. And we will put an end to the PKK. So yeah, he goes even further and says like the YPG, like the people that are fighting against ISIS in Syria and Iraq. It's like, yep, they're affiliated too. And so he goes, so they had him in there. As, they had Turkey in there, the Turkey, Turkish military in there as part of the coalition to fight ISIS, right? This guy goes rogue and starts taking pot shots at Kurds. So they're like, bah, okay. Uh. So they had, to, like, they had to send him home. <laughs> they had to send him home because he kept he kept attacking the Kurds. So, so the guy's like, just odd, just odd, you know? And he, well, there's Turks, there's Turkish people in Europe and they need to vote. So he has rallies in Europe for his presidential election in Turkey. So if those people like, so if those people are going to be Turks, then go to Turkey and live there. If they're not going to be Turks, don't pretend that where you are is, belongs to Turkey because it doesn't. Poland doesn't belong to Turkey. Hungary doesn't belong to Turkey. Greece doesn't belong to Turkey. Doesn't matter where they are. Germany doesn't belong to Turkey. Oh, well, there's Turkish people there. Whoa! How did they get there? I think well, yeah, we have a large population there. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're not in Turkey, so they're not allowed to vote. So I guess they did something where they were allowed to vote. But so, does that, is that what the world wants to see, though? Political parties uh, campaigning in other nations. Just, to, just there may be some. Could you imagine that if, if if our political parties here in the United States started having rallies in other countries, for or against, just in case there's pockets of Americans there on vacation or whatever, oh, oh, we need to get your rope. We need to get your phone. Do you imagine what kind of chaos that would that would create? <laughs> I mean, there's already a state of uh, in the world where all the other nations in the world have already have an opinion. They've already formalized an opinion for themselves on. Uh, well, the people of the nations of the world have formalized their opinions on our on the politics of the United States. So, so could you imagine if that actually came to their country and set up shop? The politics of the United States is now like the big story in every country. Could you imagine what that would do in those countries? They like literally would not be paying attention while they were robbed blind and marched right back into the gas chambers just like back in World War II. <laughs> There's already somewhat... Uh, of a Of a trend towards that type of thing, because they just for some reason just can't they can't figure it out. but there is a group of people they're called Visigrad, and they didn't buy into any of this European Union garbage, and so they didn't take any of those immigrants and you know what they they don't have any of the problems that the rest of Europe is having because of the immigrants now I'm not saying you shouldn't help people, okay. But the fact of the matter is, is, that you're resettling them and then you're, you're, you're placing the burden on people who are paying taxes and legitimately um, situated in their countries that are citizens of their countries. There's like, you're making them pay for these new people coming in and then you're giving those people that you're giving everything to rights to um, vote. And of course these people are like, you know, you're, of course, they're telling them, well, you, you have to vote for us or otherwise you won't get anything. <laughs> See, I find that, I find that detestable. It's, that, that isn't how the world should be operating. And we're going to have to do something about this. We can't let this stand. No. This is ridiculous. It's absurd. Yeah, so Gateway Pundit must have been hit by this uh, cyber assault. So, <laughs> FEC gets hit with a lawsuit over ignoring civil complaint accusing Hillary... DNC, an $84 million money laundering scheme. Well, well, well. Looky who we have here. <laughs> Our old pals, the Clintons. Money laundering, huh? That figures. It's all about the money. Follow the money trail. This comes on the heels of uh, former FBI uh, Director James Comey in this interview where he, <laughs> where he says that Trump's like a mob boss. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I can't. Like these people, so these people that are investigating are like the people that were involved in all these scandals. (laughs) And they're like, and so I think what needs to happen is that people need to be made aware that like nothing that these people are doing, Mueller and and Rosenstein and Comey and all these people, nothing that they're doing is going to amount to anything. Okay? It's not going to... you're not gonna wake up one morning and Trump's going to be impeached. It's just not going to happen, okay? I'm sure that one uh, Senator, what, what's her name? Danny Glover or whatever from Lethal Weapon. Whatever her name is, Maxine Waters. I'm sure she's gonna be disappointed, but the fact of the matter is, is, that, is that it's just not going to happen. You can you can call as many press conferences as you want calling for Trump's impeachment. I'm in the impeachment. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Just the silliest stuff. These people are really, they're just blind to it. They just don't even know. But they got caught. They're caught with all of this. It's not going to end well, I'll tell you that much. So this is the second complaint, second FEC uh, complaint against Hillary for, for finance violations. And you know what's missing in all of this? Where's the raid by the FBI? Where's the raid? <laughs> you know, they won't raid her because they're 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 with her. <laughs> they're with her. It it's actually pretty uh, astounding. Astounding. People call this these people the deep state. They're not really deep. They're actually not very smart at all. They all because because now they got caught investigating. Crimes that they were a party to, that they're a witness in, at least. Money laundering. Like they didn't know what was going on. Like, oh, we better investigate that. Like you didn't know what was going on. Like everybody could see it. Now these guys are just running like, scurrying like rats. Well, we better get out of here. We better get out of here. That's why they tell you. That's what the Democrats tell you. Don't you fire Mueller. That's... That's gonna be a red line. Not like the red lines matter, but that's you're gonna see some chaos. Well, <laughs> I think we can deal with that because if we keep finding the, the fact that these people that are investigating are supposed to that we're supposed to be investigating these high crimes, we're actually part of it, giving us all the case of the SADS.